0: Chapter five of Bobby in search of a birthday by lebius Mitchell this LibriVox recording is in the public domain Chapter five the man with the pocket full of quarters reappears The lady who likes little boys went quickly into another room and took down from a closet shelf a little suit of clothes and gave way to tears hugging the empty clothes desperately to her heart. After a time, a big man with a brown moustache, whose ends curled up, came into the room, looked down pityingly at her, then took her up in his arms like a little tired child, and held her silently while she wept her heart out. "'You mustn't take his things out, Alice,' said the man. Not yet." "'I can't bear it, Alfred. I want him. I won't try not to think of him. Mr. Anning placed his wife gently in a chair and began to tell her about meeting a small boy in the field who was hunting for something he must not think about. For the birthdays he lost before he was big enough to know what it was, said his wife, smiling through her tears. Do you know him? Who is he? asked Mr. Anning eagerly. For answer, his wife took him by the hand and led him into the little white room where Bobby lay fast asleep. Mr. Annie bent quickly over him and exclaimed, Why, it's the very same The little fellow who lost his birthdays. And in Edward's room. Now I understand, dear, why— It was not that, interrupted his wife and covered her eyes with her hand, "'He asked me for just one of Edward's birthdays "'so he could find out what it was like, "'and I couldn't give it to him, Alfred. "'I couldn't.' "'Poor little chap,' said her husband. "'Then he took his wife by the hand "'and led her out of the little white room. "'They entered the red room just as Sarah, the maid, "'ushered in Mr. Eller. "'He was very much disturbed and spoke quickly.' I'm sorry to trouble you, Mr. Anning, but one of the children from the home is lost. I wonder if you would take your car and was he a little boy of five? interrupted Mrs. Anning. The boy who had lost his birthdays? questioned her husband. Yes, replied Mr. Eller. Have you found him? He is upstairs fast asleep. Oh, you don't know what a relief that is, sighed Mr. Eller. "'My wife is nearly distracted at the thought "'that he may be wandering about in the woods or the fields.' "'We'll bring him over in the morning,' said Mr. Anning. "'I think I'd better take him with me,' said Mr. Eller. "'It will calm Mary to have him right under her eyes "'with the other children.' "'I know how she feels,' said Mrs. Anning. "'I will get him ready.' "'After he had been asleep for a long, long while,' "'Bobby woke to find himself dressed in his own clothes "'and in the arms of the lady who likes little boys. "'She was speaking. "'He is so tired and sleepy, Mr. Eller. "'It's a pity to wake him. "'I wish you would let me have him until morning.' "'My wife's worried sick by his disappearance,' "'replied a voice that was familiar to Bobby. "'He turned his head about to see. "'It was the man who lets you play with the puppy.' "'In the doorway stood another man.' a big man with a moustache whose ends curled up. He came forward, smiling at Bobby, and held out his hand. "'Well, young man, I didn't expect to see you again so soon, and in my own house, too.' Bobby didn't know quite what to say to that, although he was sure the man was not making fun of him, so he said nothing. "'You haven't forgotten me already, have you?' continued the man. "'Noam.' Smiled Bobby. You're the man with the pocket full of quarters.' <laughs> "'Right you are,' laughed the man, and to prove it, drew out a handful of coins from his pocket, selected a quarter, and pressed it into Bobby's palm. The lady kissed Bobby good-bye while the man looked pleadingly at her. "'I can't, Alfred. I can't,' she said, all choked up, and Bobby wondered what had made her cry. No, of course you can't, Alice, I understand. The man who lets you play with the puppy took Bobby from the lady and carried him out. Bobby looked back and saw the man with the pocketful of quarters put his arm about the lady who likes little boys. Bobby did not see the mobile drive up toward evening of the next day, for he was out in the yard at Mr. Eller's playing with the St. Bernard puppy. He was running with all his might, the puppy right at his heels, when he looked up and saw the lady who likes little boys coming swiftly towards him. He stopped quite still for a time, then ran with all his might right into her arms and tangled his fingers among the soft hair at the back of her neck. Oh, Bobby, I just can't let you go back to the... home without your first knowing what a birthday's is. "'Have you found it? Is it mine?' asked Bobby eagerly. "'Not yours, Bobby. My little boy is going to lend you one of his.' Bobby squirmed in the light. The "'Day after tomorrow?' "'Tomorrow,' smiled the lady. "'When will that be?' "'Soon, dear. I'll tell you when it comes.' Bobby remained in thought for a long while. "'Your little boy won't be mad at you.' No, Bobby, he was always generous, just like his father. Then she said something that Bobby decided was addressed to herself and not to him. I can't be less generous. Bobby squeezed her neck until his arms ached. Then he remembered something she had just said. Did your little boy have fathers, too? Yes, he's waiting in the car. Let's go to him, will you? Mr. Eller is going to let you spend the night with us." Holding hands, they went out through the yard, while the deserted puppy sat on his haunches and stared forlornly after his little playmate, who did not even look back. When they got to the car, there sat the man with the pocket full of quarters. So that was the father's of the little boy who was going to lend him a birthday's. "'Well, son,' said the man as they solemnly shook hands. We're going to show you what a real birthday's is. Yes, am queried Bobby as he was lifted into the mobile. Sure thing. It will be birthday all day long from the moment you open your eyes until the Sandman comes. Bobby snuggled happily at the side of the lady in the back seat. While the car sped swiftly on towards the house with the little white room, with the little train, and a whole string of little cars. End of chapter five